0: green and growing with Ashley Frasca
1: Plants, flowers, trees and stuff Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
0: On 95.5 WSB
2: Welcome to the show the first Saturday in October Ashley Frasca here live at the WSB Radio Studios And I'm back to a three hour show The Bulldogs start later today they're in Missouri to take on the Tigers. So, yeah, here with you till nine o'clock. I hope you want to call and be a part of the show, 404 872 750. So, it's a busy month, five Saturdays in October. So, it's going to be a long month, but it's going to be a fun one. I have some field trips planned. I have some guests coming in studio today at seven o'clock. Jeff and Raphael from Premier Tree Solutions, of course, chopmytree.com will be in the studio. So, love talking trees with you for the last couple of hours of the show. Any questions you have about the safety of one, maybe one's splitting, looks diseased, doesn't look right, Um, even pruning tips, things like that. We can talk to Raphael, who's the certified arborist on staff there for Premier Tree Solutions. And I don't know if you remember these ladies, Julie and Tracy Of Hello Daisy Flower Farm and Retreat Lane Flowers We had a great time in the spring The three of us They were on the show talking about cut flower gardens And making flower arrangements And that kind of thing Well they're coming back Because they are just as busy in the fall drying flowers, doing arrangements Thinking about seed, what flowers you want to grow So I'm really looking forward to hosting Julie and Tracy again next Saturday And then Clint Waltz On October 15th, Clint Waltz, Turfgrass Specialist from the University of Georgia Will be on and always have an abundance of questions and calls for Clint Anything lawn related, whether it's questions about weeds or your lawn What type of lawn to install, best care, best practices, that kind of thing And I'm going to take a Saturday off Got to go up to Tennessee, uh, October 22nd But I'll be bringing you a lot of fun things there Um, Updates on the apple orchards in North Georgia How things are looking and uh, we'll, we'll revisit kind of the legalities of property Home ownership when it comes to trees uh, Whose responsibility is it? What if a tree falls? What if a tree needs to be cut But it's the neighbors It's on your property That kind of thing uh, And a couple of trips that I've taken to Mercedes-Benz And talking about the uh, really green sustainability initiatives They have going on there So a lot of fun things this month I've got my hands full And I couldn't be happier with that uh, Talking to guests and experts Really make this show what it is that I couldn't do it without those folks, and I couldn't do it without you being a part of the show, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. So I got to say, yesterday I'm really excited about this. When it's a new season, you're looking for a new look. You want to kind of redesign the yard. Uh, you've had some ideas. This is the time to really act on those because fall is the best time to plant trees and shrubs. And you know, you really have to think about it in terms of two to three years patience. Uh, as far as planning a new landscape or install or something like that Two to three years by what I mean is really having that tree or that shrub grow to about what you were hoping What, your, what look you were going for, what your expectations were um, And remember spacing when you're planting these things You have to follow that label, do a little bit of research, even drive around Try to identify whatever it is you're buying for your landscape out somewhere else and in a more mature form See how big it's going to get. See how crowded things might grow into each other, especially Leland Cypress. My goodness, builders and contractors with new home construction in the 90s, early 2000s, those Leland Cypresses were planted much too close together um, at that time. So you've got to think about the maturity of something once it really is into its own three, five, six years later after you plant it. But uh, I did have Pike Nursery come out to the house yesterday for kind of a landscape design consult. Ready to start over I think the front yard has been what it is Since the mid 90's And I'm just ready to make it my own Soften up the look a little bit I know what I want now I know a lot more about the trees and bushes That, that I prefer And so uh, building short little retaining walls To kind of hold the slope there a little bit Planting what I want there And doing away with I'll, I'll still have grass I'll still have fescue in the front But doing away with a lot of it Uh, It's less maintenance, less chemicals, less water that we have to use to really keep up with that grass And instead planting hopefully mostly native plants uh, to attract all kinds of wildlife and bees, birds, butterflies, that kind of thing Nothing could make me happier than considering the right plants for this new look Um, So if this is the time that you're really thinking about that, have someone out Have someone out to give you a second opinion or even a first opinion if you just really have no idea what to do and you're puzzled with what you've got. It's just always been that way and you're hoping for something different. Um, And also, I do probably – I'm going to encounter problems with erosion and drainage because I'm on a slope. And so uh, Brian at Pike Nursery, he's been on the show before, recommended River Rock just right beside my sidewalk. The sidewalk runs parallel with the house. Uh, Just putting river rock right beside the sidewalk to catch all that water coming off the front yard. And I just, I've stopped mulching that long bed behind the sidewalk up against the house because of drainage and erosion and weeds. It's just gotten out of control. And it's one of the first things you see when you walk up to my house. Well, I think the river rock is going to solve a lot of that. So I'm going to stop wasting time putting dirt there, kind of refilling it, only for it to wash down the driveway. Uh, So river rock is going to keep the weeds Out as well and it's really going to channel that Water properly to where all Of my surrounding plants aren't going to have wet Feet plants don't like wet Feet they don't prefer to stay in wet Soil they need to be well draining so I think that's going to solve a lot of my problem I'm looking forward to that as my fall project That's going to be my fall project my husband Rolled his eyes at me thinking that sounds fun to you putting down river rock sounds fun but yeah it does Because it's going to have this really nice Clean look and just this finished look Once I'm once I'm through so even if you're kind of, you know, concerned that you don't know what to put where, it doesn't always have to be a plant. Um, it can be some kind of hardscape. It can be some kind of path. It could be railroad ties. It could be whatever you need to kind of start a new palette for something. You know, you've, you've got to have a base, whether it is some kind of concrete blocks or uh, stepping stones or something like that. So be thinking about that. Take a step back. Really reevaluate what you want to do. And now is the time to do it. And I hope, too, that in the last few weeks you've been listening to this, uh, you've thought about planting your cool-season vegetables. Now is such a great time to do that. And you don't have to have a lot of room. If you have, like, a 22-inch pot, a 24-inch pot on the back deck, and you've got some summer annuals that are going to start to fade away, like I've got pentas, and they still have some some blooms on them, the hummingbirds are still visiting them But they're starting to look a little tired So once I yank those out I'm going to put a couple of broccoli plants in that 24 inch pot Keep it up on the deck But I've got my raised bed down in the backyard But I'm going to see which does best Because I think the one on the deck is going to receive a little bit more sunlight But so easy to pop these plants in guys You don't need a lot of room for the brussels The greens Um, The closer to the house probably the better too With things like um, the lettuce and the kales And things like that Even the collards You can kind of keep the pest away when, When you're a little more on top of them Having them closer to your yard So, uh, And the tomato plants are still Hanging on to a couple of tomatoes They're green, they're not getting any bigger They're not getting any more red So I'm going to give them a couple more weeks And hope that uh, that we'll have a few more Beefmaster tomatoes But if not, ready to yank those uh, tomato plants out too And call it a day And I'll put some spinach in once once those go away So I want to hear what you're doing 404-872-0750 And I can't wait at the bottom of the hour To have Shannon Pable call Friend of the show, self-proclaimed plant nerd, but Shannon has been around for a long time, has done a lot of things with Walter Reeves, an author, photographer, has a lot of cool landscape art kind of projects that she has gotten into, and it's been a while since I've had Shannon on the show, but I want to compare notes with her, because she's starting her cool season vegetables as well, and I want to just kind of compare, am I doing it right? What is she doing that I could maybe do I don't know that she'll learn much from me, but I'm going to learn a lot from her. And I hope that you will, too. That's why I have experts on the show like Shannon. And then, of course, coming up at 7 o'clock, Jeff and Raphael from Premier Tree Solutions to talk everything trees with you. And since this is the first Saturday in October, every Saturday this month, we will be hearing from Seth Hawkins, a forester with the Georgia Forestry Commission. This is, I think, the third year we've been able to do this together now, that Seth calls in every Saturday. It'll be at 720 every Saturday with the Georgia Leaf Watch update. Because the colors are starting to turn It's a little slow this weekend But there are still a lot of things to see Some color to see in the northwest and northeast parts of the state So every Saturday Seth's going to weigh in With all of the observations that the foresters in North Georgia are seeing And you're really going to learn a lot about what trees are most colorful So I hope you will stay tuned We'll come back And I want to tell you when we come back How you can make money for talking to a tree It sounds crazy But it's really happening Stick around, you're listening to Green and Growing on WSB A little overcast today A few lingering rain showers in the morning But drier in the afternoon High of 72 And tomorrow Monday Partly cloudy with highs in the 70s The weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing Welcome back to Green and Growing Good Saturday morning here on 95.5 WSB so I have a question For you do you talk to your plants And trees would your neighbor or Maybe your spouse think you're absolutely Crazy if they caught you doing so Well Sabrina Cupid from our newsroom Found out about a story where you can Maybe make some money
0: doing that Is that right Sabrina yeah pretty good money too How did we find out about this story Well you know we get pitches for stories all the time uh, Via email people will call into the Studio so I got an email about this uh, looking for a tree talker trees.com and I thought really that's a job and then I saw how much they were making I'm like wow that's nice $48,000 <laughs> $48, a year to talk to a tree Say say it again $48,000 a year What one person to talk to a tree so here's how it works what they did is they did a survey and nearly 50% of people admit that they actually talk to their trees or their plants and the reason they do it two thirds say is cuz well I think it helps them grow Maybe They said, well, let's just see if that's true So they uh, wanted to find this person This designated tree talker To um, have two trees And they're money trees I don't really know what a money tree looks like But you probably They're really
2: cool little like braided trunk Houseplant type things Yeah. So
0: they'll get two of those And they'll have one that they'll talk to And then one that, well, they won't And then they're going to see If one does better than the other Um, And you just have to have, you know Good conditions in your house to grow things Uh, They want somebody who has a, a pretty big social media media following. And then you would just document uh, with videos that you would put on, you know, Instagram or whatever with you talking to the tree. And then for a year, see which one does better. You've
2: got to commit like this is a 12 month commitment. Yeah, it's tw- yeah, yeah. You got to earn that forty-eight thousand. Yeah, but
0: I mean, how hard is it? I mean- no, that can't be that
2: hard. <laughs> like so let me pick your brain about that. You're around flowers a lot. You do flower arrangements. Mm-hmm. We've we've had you on the show for Rivermont Golf Club, and you just do them for fun. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself talking to the flowers in the vase, or are you maybe just
0: humming or singing, not necessarily talking directly to them? Well, I do stuff like, "Oh, she'll look pretty over here. Let's put her over there." <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> it probably sounds crazy, but yeah. I don't really talk to them, but I I, I guess in a way I kind of do. Yeah. You know, but Well, um, and
2: it's like we talk to our pets too. My hypothesis here, and this is not scientifically right, based right. in any way. I want to see your opinion. Maybe it's not that the tree is registering that it's being spoken to. But it's the fact that in your brain you're creating that relationship or establishing that connection with the tree so you're going to pay more attention to it. That's why it's going to do better because that helps you
0: to remember to water it, take care of it and all that. What do you think? That makes sense. Makes sense to me. But there are people who – I actually went and Googled it because I thought, do people really talk to trees? And And there are people out there who really – they do this. And they talk to trees.
2: There's probably an Instagram
0: account for everything. I'm like, what do you say to the tree? Hello, tree.
2: (laughs) I mean you just gotta You're mighty tall. Find something to talk to it about every day. So Sabrina, that's really cool. So trees dot yeah. com is kinda how we get started and we can fill out an application
0: yeah, to apply. I have to tell you, I I put your name in there. I didn't I didn't like sign you up, but I told when I did the interview, I said, I have this person who actually probably has a pretty big following and so I think you should apply for the job.
2: I think I'm thinking about it and I told my friend, Christy Bryant, of speaking for the trees about it too, and you have to include a resume and that kind of mm-hmm. stopped both of us like Oh, come on. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I've already
0: got one. I just got to yeah. update it with some garden stuff. <laughs> but you know? I think that would be so cool to follow. And you could even do it maybe on the side, not maybe for trees.com, but for yourself and just see if it works. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a cool idea and it's fun. And uh, $48,000 a year, I'm like, yeah, why Shoot. not? Give well, okay. I'll
2: say for the record now: if I were to get chosen, mm-hmm. and if I were to earn forty-eight thousand dollars for something like that, yeah. I would give it all back to Georgia charities that have to do with environmental and tree work. How I about love that? It. I'll say awesome. it right here, right now on Green and Growing. I got you. That's thank a great idea. you so oh, much welcome. for sharing the
0: story with me, Sabrina. And talk to your plants; it can't hurt anyway. Right?
2: It can't. That's right,
0: and it makes you <laughs> feel better too.
2: Right. Happy Saturday! Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. It's Green and Growing on WSB.
0: Growing with Ashley Frasca
1: Plants, flowers, trees and stuff Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
0: On 95.5 WSB
2: And we're back to the show Here with you until 9 o'clock I've got Blue, I've got DeMarco And you being part of the show, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty 750 and the boys from The Men from ChopMyTree.com will be in studio soon, so we will start taking questions about your trees, tree health and t- tree pruning. Whether you want one planted or taken away, we can help you. We can give you some advice. But as I said, friend of the show, Shannon Pable, has called in, and I've been so excited for a week or two about this conversation with Shannon. Um, it's amazing you know, what you post on social media, what people see and pay attention to, And I think Shannon must have made a post about cool season gardening And I was like, oh, vegetables, me too Shannon and I's timing synced up And so I thought, you know what, she knows a lot more about gardening than I do So I'm going to compare notes with Shannon So Shannon, thank you for letting me learn from you this morning
1: Oh, sure, thank you for having me on It's a pleasure, and you know what, we all learn from each other And uh, no matter how new of a gardener you are There's always something, you know, a seasoned gardener can learn from a new gardener
2: Absolutely yeah and I mean that's why I love this show so much because before this show I mean I always answered phones for Walter for a number of years but you know I was on the political shows too and callers to the political (laughs) shows weren't always friendly but man I tell you on Saturday mornings the gardeners that call no one's ever (laughs) mean or in a bad mood and just willing to learn and Open to new things So yeah, absolutely So I yeah. um, want to remind folks Of a lot of the things you do Your website, shannonpable.com Is fantastic A little bit of gardening A little bit of firearms Because you are a certified Master yeah. firearms instructor And do you do self-defense yeah. classes For women?
1: Uh, yeah, I mainly concentrate On doing one-on-one training With women um, I'm also a leader With the Armed Women of America And um, yeah, it's, it's all about Self-defense And um, and being your own first responder, and I love volunteering a lot of my time to um, to instructing women, and uh, it's it really is it's a joy.
2: That's see, that's great, and you're able to merge your two passions. So when you have free time, <laughs> you're out in the garden yeah. and you're doing garden <laughs> art, which you've been doing for years. And I remember you talking to Walter too back in the day. You started the project back then. This wine bottle pathway. Gardening, and you're still at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. I am. When uh, it was funny because you know we're you know we're good about recycling, and um, when I know the county they they stopped taking glass, and I thought, hmm, what can I do with? you know, some of these bottles and stuff. Not like I sit around and drink wine all day. But (laughs) but you have help. People give you bottles. (laughs) Exactly. I have several friends and neighbors um, who have been donating. And um, what had happened is I went to visit a friend's garden and I saw how she had lined it with her wine bottles, you know, this little um, tiny bed. And I thought, that's really cool. That's the ticket. That's what I'm going to do. So now I guess it's been three, almost four years, 8,000 bottles plus later Gosh And uh, I'm almost finished There is really a use For
2: almost everything If you wanted to upcycle things And in looking back on your Facebook page I know this was years ago But you also started collecting old pool tiles And I don't know how you even Get a hold of those To do mosaics and things
1: Yeah, a friend of mine had contacted me Um, Her husband was retired From the pool business And she said, I have this shed full of boxes of tile. Would you be interested? She knew I was artsy. And I said, sure, yeah, let me come over. And, oh, my gosh, yeah, she had a ton of tile, and it was these gorgeous colors. But I love the blue tones. And um, so, anyway, yeah, I picked up several boxes of tile and started laying out some designs and ended up doing a patio below my deck. And um our front walkway, and incorporated real stone with um with the pool tile, and made some made some designs with it. it was it's a lot of fun,
2: so I love following you on Facebook, and you've got two pages. You've got Shannon Carr Pable as your profile, but that's where you do update mm-hmm. a lot of your garden art. But then Shannon Pable mm-hmm. Garden and Art is a page as well. And like, you're keeping right up with um a couple of the Facebook pages I follow. What is creative gardening? And like people always, this is probably a nationwide Facebook page, but, you know, coming up with really creative things and seasonal things. One of the trends right now, Shannon, is getting an old window pane and then using glass, whether it's a glass platter, anything that's almost kind of flat, a glass tray platter, of course, Mm -hmm. the marbles um, and gluing those to the glass in the pane mm-hmm. and then hanging that frame up and kind of making it, you know, it's not really stained glass, but a lot of people are into that right now. And then something for fall, which sounds really cool, but I know I will not take the time to do it. Like if you've got um, <laughs> pillars or columns in front of your front door, mm-hmm. lining mm-hmm. those with chicken wire, wrapping chicken wire and then trellising, like fake leaves and stuff all up and down that and just covering your entire front entryway with like a fall theme, whether you're tying little pumpkins to it or leaves and just covering it.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, you got to be
2: committed for that. that gives me something else to do <laughs> I mean like I'm all into fall And stuff but I'm like I ah, don't know that's only Going to be up for like a month and a half it's going to take me A month and a half to do
1: it well, So Exactly I'm just going to throw some Scarecrows up and call it a day Yeah and, I think know. me too
2: but so you've also Got the time to garden and now we do Not need any creativity for this And we were talking about uh, off the air You know our cool season vegetable gardens So I wanted to pick your brain as to Well A what part of the state you're in And B what you're starting off with this Season in the garden
1: Okay I'm in Beaufort, Georgia So um, same Zone as you, I'm at a little bit higher Elevation um, So it's a little bit unique um, I'm actually Able to grow some things um, Here that Some folks maybe can't grow Down in Atlanta for example Like mountain laurels,
0: um, right. rhododendrons
1: They do great here Um but as far as going into the, the cool season vegetables, um, I grow a lot of greens all year round. Um, a, they're super easy. And with everything else I have going on, um, yeah, it's a no-brainer. But I eat them all the time. Oh, good. So a lot of times people make the mistake of, of growing fruits and vegetables that they really don't eat. <laughs> and, you know. But I guess they just have fun, you know growing it and 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 that's what it's what it's about too um but what i started out with was uh i went over to well actually i first purchased some seeds through um, renee's garden and back in august um, i started my seeds for um, gosh broccoli a couple types of arugulas um, several lettuce blends um, brussels sprouts and then last week I went um, over to Pike's And I always have fun with my cart sewing it and walking through there and Yeah,
2: you want to go and get four things And then your cart's full with like 12 Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. <laughs> It's like this zen moment You're just walking <laughs> through all the plants I love it um, So I picked up some broccoli Marathon broccoli uh, Collards mm-hmm. uh, The variety Slash Baby Perfection cabbage, which is a purple cabbage, dinosaur kale, Ooh. and that name just caught me off guard. And I thought, okay, I think this kale is going to get really big. It looks really cool. Um, cauliflower, it's uh, cheddar, so it's sort of a um, a yellowy orange. Oh, cool. Kale red, Russian um, parsley, the Italian dark, and cilantro.
2: So, how much room do you have? Do you have raised beds?
1: I do. I do. And um, I'm sort of an unconventional vegetable gardener. I like everything to look aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. So I don't like little rows um, or squared edges. So I I have a lot of raised beds. I've raised them using rock. Um, So the soil is, is very well amended and I'll usually top dress the soil right before planting. Um, you know, pick up a bag of um, compost and and top it and mix it in. Um, But, yeah, I have – well, we have a couple acres, but um, a lot of it's wooded, so I have very limited sun. Oh. So, yeah, so the areas – I think I sent you some pictures of some of the areas that um, I planted in. That's my herb garden. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess I probably – I planted one bed that's maybe – 3 by 10 another bed that's about 2 by 8 and then I have a couple other beds that are 4 by 4 but I have a lot of containers. Um, I plant a lot of my greens in the containers, and I keep them close to the house, so during the wintertime I can easily harvest. Um, but also it keeps it away from the rabbits. Right.
2: Now what would you do if it was out in the yard? What would you recommend to somebody to keep the rabbits away, and maybe even the squirrels maybe too?
1: Um, I've done a variety of things. I've used um, chicken wire, um, mm-hmm. but you got to kind of bury it down. So
2: they don't kick um, it back up?
1: They will, because um, they'll burrow underneath. Oh, okay. And you got to at least make it 12 inches high. Um, so I've actually made some little cages before in the past where I could sort of make a little box with the, um, with the chicken wire and put it over the top. The other thing is, if you grow a lot of one thing, then maybe they won't eat the whole crop. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I have um, used some granular repellents before that seem to work okay, but not as well as the caging. Um, That's why for me, I just thought, well, you know, it's easy enough to put the greens in containers
0: Yeah,
2: now I wondered about like taking a tomato cage and, you know, undoing it and then making it kind of an arch Um, But the openings in that are probably too big, like they could stick their little faces through there, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what I did in one area um, uh, this last summer Is I took the tomato cages, I had some old ones, and I threw some chicken wire over it Mm -hmm. And it seemed to help a little bit. Um, Of course, they'd they'd sneak in, find a way in. So they're pretty smart.
2: (laughs) They are. They really are. Squirrels are too Ooh. as much as I can't Stand them they are very clever and they're Very persistent um, well Shannon I want you To hang on for me got to go to break and when we come Back I want to ask yeah. you about two things I want to ask you about Mulching the vegetable beds And any insect problems that we may Need to be prepared for so hang tight For me 404 Welcoming your calls this morning too on Green and Growing We'll be right back you're listening to WSB From meteorologist Christina Edwards, isolated morning showers and breezy, drier in the afternoon, a high of 72 today. So bring that sweater tomorrow, a high of 70, and partly cloudy skies. And that's how we will begin the work week as well. The complete forecast comes up in less than 10 minutes. That brought to you by Finley Roofing. So back with Shannon Pable. Shannon, let me ask you, and I'm going to share pictures of what you called kind of your unconventional garden beds. I love the way your beds are mm-hmm. kind of incorporated into the yard, they're not a separate. Little raised bed thing over here in this corner, but um, what do you use for mulch for these cool season
1: vegetables? I've used a variety of um, pine straw, I've used bark mulches, um, I've even used shredded paper before, and then you just top it with a prettier mulch okay. um, so you know you don't have the kind of the ugly white shredded paper. The other thing I was going to say is um, when I'm dealing with really small, little, intricate plants, little seedlings. Sometimes it's easier to put your mulch down first Then put the plant in If it has such a little tiny intricate root ball Because you know how it is spreading mulch Around very tiny little (laughs) seedlings It's really hard And sometimes you end up squashing them
2: Right, that's a great idea Um, And we've got about a minute here left I wanted to ask you two Insects that you've encountered I don't want to deter people But let's be real There's one or two we should probably be on the lookout for
1: yeah, the, the cabbage looper, um, you know, a lot of times you'll, you'll see little, um, little cutouts of the leaves, which means you have some sort of little caterpillar that's eating the leaf. Um, you can use insecticidal soaps, um, which are non-toxic. You can use BT, which is Bacillus um, pharyngiensis, which is also non-toxic. You can use it as a spray form. You can use um, row covers.
0: Oh, yeah
1: uh, Yeah, so there's a variety of things you can use
2: Okay, gosh, that's great Okay, I think we've gotten folks excited about cool season vegetable gardening They can be inspired too by the way you do some in containers as well I'm going to post all those yeah. pictures to the Green and Growing WSB Facebook page here in just a few minutes How do folks catch up with you, Shannon? How do they follow you on social media?
1: Um, I always, uh, I have albums which are called um, or every, every year I create an album of our home garden and I do make that public, so you don't have to be um, a Facebook friend. You can just follow me on Facebook under Shannon Carr Pable, and my last name is Piaz and Paul A B L E. And right now, it's I believe it's called the Pable Garden Twenty Twenty Two. Cool. So I post. Things weekly on what's going on in the garden.
2: Well, I will share all of that. I will have you back in a month or two, Shannon, because this was <laughs> way too short. So we need more time to talk. And yeah. maybe you come in studio, uh-huh. okay?
1: That would be fun. Deal. Then and I can't wear my pajamas.
2: No, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, you haven't seen what I've worn. Yes, you can. Um, and our friend Mickey Gazaway says, Good morning. Awesome, hi Nikki Thank you so much Shannon Y'all are going to want to definitely follow her on Facebook But you got to follow me first to find Shannon Look up green and growing WSB We'll be right back with Premier Tree Solutions Chop My Tree next on WSB